we have just great area to set up your business, for families to live, raise your children, continually give them jobs to come back instead of the mass exodus from rural America. There's going to be, a, there's a change already happening. We've seen in the last couple of years that folks are going back to rural America. But I think we're sitting on a gold mine that we have the best opportunity to, to position ourselves in the future to be the go-to spot. You know, it's both fun and rewarding to hear from the, our founding members and some of the guys who were here at the early stages of Southern Carolina Alliance. So now let's talk to some of our other um, SCA Board of Directors members. Trey Hunter, who is um, from Palmetto Electric Co-op, who's a member of our Board of Directors. Thank you, Trey, for joining us today. Glad to. Thank you, Pat. And we have our chairman, Marty Sauls of Jasper County. Marty, how are you doing? Doing great, Kay. Excited about uh, being on the podcast. Great. Yeah, we're still going where we've never been before in rural economic development, now doing these podcasts. So, Marty, you're the chairman. Let's start with you. What is it like serving as chairman of a nonprofit organization with the challenging task of development in South Carolina's most rural area? What do you think are the biggest challenges? Kay, I can tell you, uh, it's been nearly 10 years now since uh, I've been able to um, participate with the Southern Carolina Regional Alliance, and it's really been a, a unique experience, and I think you said it earlier, we're going places we never have been. So every day is a new day with new opportunities, new challenges, and uh, we have such a great dynamic organization. We're able to meet those challenges head on. So, um, you know, looking at the economy, the economic development environment that we're in now, uh, I think one of our biggest challenges are our workforce uh, and the infrastructure uh, that, that we need in order to accommodate the workforce. Uh, you know, these companies that are looking to move to South Carolina and especially in our region are concerned about uh, workforce development uh, to be able to create a, a curriculum that fits their, their product, their company, their business plan. And we're fortunate to have those resources here with our technical schools, our ACE, our Academy for Career Excellence, and other um, private uh, institutions as well. So I think our workforce development is probably one of the biggest challenges and one that, that uh, we've heard that from our communities, from uh, you know, the uh, different organizations that are in that arena. So that I would say that uh, that would probably be one of the most important challenges we face. I would agree with that. I think um, we've discussed this for many years now about workforce being a big challenge. And, you know, I'd like to bring Trey in on this conversation with that subject, because Trey, you know, you work for a major utility and you all are interacting with the industries in our area on a daily basis. What are you hearing about the challenges for workforce? Well, I'll tell you, you know, we hear it and it's probably across the state, but it's in, in our region. But it's, you know, we've seen the last couple of years that you don't need to be based around a large metropolitan area to have a successful business. And if you look at those SCA footprint. The, that is the, we're the best place to live uh, near 95 in between uh, two ports with a future Jasper port coming online. The, the, the desire for the workforce is, is to be able to have, you know, that drivability, that livability um, that they, they want to have in an area that's just, just fabulous to live in with all the benefits of, of recreation and life. 
So the need is to get the, the workforce trained, uh, get it up to speed, but also being able to pull outside what has traditionally been the normal footprint of the workforce, but have that continuing ed aspect of it, um, um, have additional uh, resources available to train as product lines ch change. Uh, we've got that with our great local uh, universities and tech schools. Um, so it's just that that flexibility is, is the need that, that, that we've seen out there and the, the need for the workforce. Yes, and you know, that's one of the reasons the SCA Board of Directors got involved in facilitating workforce development some time ago. And in our first episode of the Behind the Golden Shovel podcast, we talked about our regional workforce study and what some of our initiatives are. And we'll be talking about that further um, in the coming year as we implement those initiatives. But let's go back to where we are right now. You know, a lot of things have changed um, in the last 10 years, as Marty was referring to his 10 years of participation. Marty, now that you're chairman, share with us a little bit about how your perspective has changed since you were an incoming member of the Southern Carolina Alliance and um, a Jasper County councilman. You may have been chairman at the time when um, Jasper County was joining um, Tell us how, th how you see things a little differently now that you've been on the inside working in economic development with us on the regional level. Great question, Kay. And I can tell you, it's really been an eye-opening experience for me coming in, you know, 10 years ago and looking at the progress and the amount of activity that has taken place over this, this decade. Um, you know, coming in when Jasper first joined the Southern Carolina Alliance, we really did not have a good handle on our infrastructure, our marketing needs, our product development. Uh, you know, the core fundamentals of economic development that we needed to establish, assess, and then set a goal to prepare to reach those uh, in order to, to attract global businesses, to create that capital investment uh, and job creation that, that our community needs, that our region needs in order to facilitate careers and enhance the quality of life for, for all of our communities. Um, you know, in 2012, it, when we joined, I mean, uh, it was really impressive to see what the Southern Carolina Alliance had already uh, accomplished. And in 2012, uh, y'all obtained the 2012 Rural Jobs and Initiative uh, for, for the Accelerated Challenge Grant, um, which was quite impressive, uh, you know, for, for a new set of fresh eyes coming in. Um, to see that and to see just how you guys came in and assessed our community and kind of said, okay, this is where you are. These are some of your challenges. These are your needs. Here are some opportunities for us to try to accomplish these goals, meet those needs, and set the table for economic development and enhance your local economy. So um, we did that immediately with you guys, obviously, and it's been um, a great success story since then. We've had uh, millions in investment uh, and also thousands of jobs created since then. So it's really been a rewarding experience and really a learning experience for me. Great, great. And Trey, you know, again, I want to go back to your um, perspective because you work for a major utility, which is also a leader in economic development for our region. Palmetto Electric Co-op has done some innovative things, but could you speak to how your perspective has changed as a member of the Southern Carolina Alliance Board of Directors. Have you learned anything new? Um, do you see things any differently than you did before you became involved? 
Sure, Kay. Yeah, and it, it even goes back further, but, you know, before I went to work at Palmetto Electric, like many members of the board and, and those involved with SCA, including Marty, you know, we grew up in this area. Um, we grew up in the footprint, and we were, you know, I remember hearing organizations that would come, businesses would come to the area, and they would just show, you know, didn't know anything. And, and as I moved up in my career, and particularly here with Palmetto Electric Co-op, an organization that has a commitment to community, similar to SCA. We're here for the benefit of all the counties, the, the residents of those counties, to make life better. And when I became uh, an active role on the SCA board, you know, just like Marty, it just opens up your mind about all the steps, the process. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to put in the hard work. You have to have things ready to go because so many things change um, on a dime that you have to have the ability to react uh, and be able to compete with other areas in the state, other re- areas in the country to, to bring those businesses to an area that, that it's needed. Um, you know, I've seen it on the utility side. Uh, you know, you have to have pro- uh, infrastructure to sites. You can't wait six months to have something put in. Uh, you have to have competitive pricing. And all that, you know, without being actively involved with SCA, uh, stuff I wouldn't have truly seen the benefit of and what the results are that if you're staged and ready to go um, and have a great team, uh, you can accomplish the world. Right. That is, that is a that is a great point to make, you know, and that, again, Trey, leads us to the fact that, you know, again, you work for utility and that's been your background. Um, Marty has served on Jasper County Council for years and works with um, an insurance company. So everybody brings their own talents and perspectives to the table. But when it comes down to it, it's not just the business community that we need involved. We do have to partner with our elected officials at the county and local levels, you know, at the municipal level, as well as at the state and federal levels. Marty, can you speak a little bit to that about how important that's been for us? I know you'd like to talk about that in terms of the Jasper Ocean Terminal for sure, but, you know, obviously we can't do it alone. It does take a team effort, doesn't it? You're exactly right, Kay. It, it is a team effort, and, and that was one of the most impressive things that we saw early on with the Southern Carolina Alliance uh, was the relationships that that the alliance has, has nurtured for 15 years prior to us joining um, your relationships with not only the municipalities, the county governments, but on the state level, especially with the Department of Commerce, the Department of Agriculture, the governor's office and our and our state delegation as well, because those partners are really the backbone to making our uh, business work. Economic development is an extremely competitive arena to be in. And in order to be successful, you have to have great relationships. You have to have a, what I call a turnkey operation and have those assets ready to go in place so that when you meet with a company, uh, you're ready to do business. Um, we all know that when companies come calling, they've already done their due diligence and research. They've researched our demographics, our, our political atmosphere, um, our, you know, our economy, um, you name it. They already know everything they need to know before they come to us and start asking questions. They do their they do their job well. So, um, you know, the relationships and that's just not on a state level, but the federal level as well. You know, with the Department of Energy uh, and other um, federal officials, 
uh, you got to have those relationships in place. And I certainly think over the past 25 years, the Southern Carolina Alliance has really been one of the top performing alliances, not only in the state, but probably on the entire East Coast. Um, the the, uh, the staff, the leadership uh, at the Southern Carolina Alliance has is, is, is always been impressive and has really been a, a phenomenal learning experience for, for myself, especially. With that in mind, too, Marty, let's talk about, you know, earlier, some of our um, founding members were talking about the big projects early on. But what do you think have been some of the most significant projects we've worked in recent years, some of the bigger ones that we've landed and that will have um, a bigger impact for our region? Well, I think the biggest project that we continue to work on is the Jasper Ocean Terminal. Uh, that's a $5 billion project. Um, and that is a bi-state agreement between what started out with South Carolina and Georgia. And uh, of recent, we hope that that's going to be between Jasper County and Georgia. Um, but we're looking at billions of dollars in investments and hundreds of thousands of jobs, uh, both direct and indirect. And those economic impacts are going to be felt as far out west as the state of Tennessee, according to our analysis and, and really enhance not only uh, our region as the Southern Carolina Alliance, but the entire state of South Carolina and Georgia will feel immediate effects. So I would say that's probably the largest project that uh, we have on the books, in my opinion, you know, it, uh, generating the capital investment and job creation, which is really what we uh, our main goals are. Um, and, and after that, I think if you look at what's going on with the mega site with the Savannah River site, uh, that 5,000 acres, that is a tremendous opportunity uh, for our our northern western part of the alliance as well in those counties, Aiken, Bamberg, and Barnwell. Um, that is a really, really big uh, opportunity there to make significant changes in uh, the lives of, of our, our citizens in that part of our uh, region. Um, and then, of course, developing I-95. Uh, we've got many, many uh, industrial sites along I-95 being situated between New York and Miami. Uh, we've got a great location here with the uh, Georgia port, Charleston port, as Trey mentioned earlier. Uh, tremendous opportunity there with the infrastructure we already have in place and, and what we have uh, to achieve in that uh, aspect as well. So those are just a few that I think are really uh, game changers uh, in our economic development arena here. Yes, and you know, I'd also like, Trey, to get your perspective on this too. You know, um, Marty mentioned some of the opportunities we have here, but all those opportunities bring challenges along with them. You know, we, just last year, we announced the Agriculture Technology Campus in Hampton County, um, over 1,400 jobs, $314 million, in capital investment. It'll take about five years to have that um, full, in full operation. So that brings a lot of challenges in us um, being able to um, fulfill that, fill those jobs with um, those companies involved there. And then of course we have this tremendous growth along I-95. And Trey, you live down in that area. And, and again, your business um, focuses in that area. Talk a little bit about what you see as the potential for the future along the I-95 corridor and what you think our challenges are going to be as well. Uh, yes, Katie. The, you know, the I-95 corridor brings, it's the artery to the world. Um, and it was mentioned earlier, you know, the connection to the ports, uh, future ports, to inland ports. Um, you've got to have connection there. And uh, SCA straddling a large portion of I-95 uh, creates plenty of opportunity to to bring in 
businesses, uh, for existing businesses to expand. You know, if you look at the history of SEA, there's almost as many expansions as there are new businesses. And that tells me that, that it's a thriving area. Folks aren't just coming into the area uh, here for five years and then disappearing. They're staying, they're expanding. So not only do we have to look at uh, recruiting uh, the workforce for new businesses that are coming to the area, but we have to look for workforce for those existing businesses as they expand and continue to grow. Um, you know, there's so many uh, undeveloped parcels right now near the I-95 corridor. Uh, the workforce is, is within driving distance. Um, it's getting them here. It's, it's making them aware of the area. Um, and uh, the opportunities, I think, are, are endless in the future. Um, the challenges, uh, again, with anything, it, it's, it's, it's competition from other areas. Um, but it's also making sure that uh, we continue with the relationships that we have with both uh, local elected officials, state officials, and federal officials, local business uh, folks. Um, the, the staff is keeping those relationships because we wouldn't be anywhere we near to where we are today if over the years uh, counties that were involved with SCA, you know, if you look at how they brought in businesses, the successes that have happened, it all, there's a line back to Southern Carolina Alliance. And it's not, you know, it's put out as a success of the counties, it's the multi-county parks, um, it's all that. But when it comes down to, to coordinating and making it happen, it's SCA. And we have to continue to maintain those relationships. And that's the challenge, biggest challenge I see is if we can, if we lose those relationships and that continuity amongst all the counties involved with SCA, then we're going to be severely handicapped as we move forward um, in recruiting businesses and keeping businesses so they can expand to make it better for the region we live in. Trey, those are very good points. You know, you were talking about how important those relationships are, but you also mentioned the fact that our region is close to everything. We're close to the workforce surrounding Savannah, um, Georgia, as well as the growing workforce coming out of Charleston. Our region's position between two major industrial clusters in the aerospace industry around Boeing and Charleston and Gulfstream and Savannah. All that growth is coming up 95, but also the workforce is, you know, I've noticed now it takes me about an hour to get out of Charleston because there's so much build out with people living outside of Charleston, almost all the way back to Colleton County. So we do have access to that workforce within a short drive time of our region. So I do think that's a, a great asset to us. Um, but again, we're going to need that infrastructure in place, especially um, as we prepare for the um, growth of the Jasper Ocean Terminal. So Mark Marty, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because we need to be preparing huge industrial sites like Sherwood down there near um, the future Jasper Ocean Terminal. But we also have to prepare our roads, the water, the sewer, the rail. We need it all prepared, don't we? We do, Kay. And that, that is an undertaking that, that will be done, I think, also on the state and federal level with our delegation. Um, when you look at the infrastructure in place, uh, it is nowhere near what it needs to be to support the Jasper Ocean Terminal. When you look at rail, you look at the uh, intermodal transportation, um, there's going to be a significant amount of infrastructure. And, and funding is already, uh, there are plans on that uh, between not only South Carolina and Georgia uh, to try to accomplish that, to, to set up funding and establish uh, you know, what those funds will be, where they're going to come from. 
Um, but an extremely large amount of due diligence is uh, already underway on that. And of course, this has been an effort that's been ongoing for nearly 25 years now. So there's been a lot of planning and a lot of discussion, of course, but that is, uh, you know, vital uh, first step is, is making sure that we're able to get to the port site and that our trucks and uh, rail are, are properly in place so that we can be efficient because time is money in the shipping industry, obviously. So um, definitely need to uh, keep the effort going on our uh, transportation needs there. Yes, when you start talking about the growth that would come from a future Jasper Ocean Terminal, as well as the ongoing growth of the Charleston Port and the Savannah Port and all the infrastructure that's going to be needed, I think you just outlined our program of work for the next 10 years, didn't <laughs> we? We know we've got our work cut out for us. We know what all, what all we have ahead of us, don't we? We certainly do. We do. And the Sherwood track has certainly been a big part of the port effort. Uh, with the funding from the South Carolina Port Authority and the state to uh, help purchase part of the Sherwood track. And obviously, we have the option on the remaining acreage there as a mega site. Um, and we've had a lot of prospects and activity there, uh, which is a result of uh, a combined effort of our relationships on the municipal, county, and state level as well. So, um, the Sherwood track is an example of a mega site that is needed to support the port, so, um, and, and as well as Riverport. Um, we have uh, probably the biggest asset of any other region, and that is our land, our space. Uh, and it's prime for economic development, both on manufacturing, industrial. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, uh, inquiries from aerospace, aeronautical companies um, because of Gulfstream being close by as well. That's um, certainly an asset to our region as well. So um, we'll just keep pushing the ball down the field. Yeah. You know, um, you were talking about the aerospace and everything that's growing around the ports. But another thing that we're seeing um, a lot of growth in from the marketing side is we are seeing more and more food processing projects um, coming through our region. And one of the um, points that we're able to um, refer to in, in recruiting companies is this success we've had with the ATC. We've got a lot of companies from Europe and Asia as well as across the U.S. that are interested in us because of what they've heard is happening with the controlled environment agriculture that will be going on at the Agriculture Technology Campus in Hampton. But that's not the only big project we have going for our region in food processing. I know our board identified a vertical protein processing um, facility as one of our goals for the future. And I don't know that people realize that something like that can bring literally 1,000 to 2,000 jobs to a region and can actually be spread throughout a region, um, changing um changing the econ the economy of a region. Um, can you speak to that a little bit about the vertical um, protein processing? I know we can't say too much about it yet, but it is a big job creator, isn't it? It certainly is. And I think if you look at uh, just like the uh, the ag techno agricultural technology campus too, you look at 1,500 jobs in, uh, the, over the next five years, uh, we are, certainly have a market to pull from, but then you look at those who might be moving in from out of our region or out of the area, and you look at what that'll do for our local economy from housing and other trades uh, here. That's a big boost to our local economy, which is kind of a maybe an indirect effect on our on our um, local economy as well. But um, those type of um, you know economic development opportunities are really what is the heartbeat of our community. 
Uh, it creates the enthusiasm and it creates the excitement. It shows progress and uh, it really it really enhances the quality of life for our citizens in our community by creating those career opportunities. Because when, for example, with my family, I'd love for my kids to be able to graduate from high school and college and, and stay home for a career, not have to move to a big metropolitan area like Atlanta or a big city. They can stay here and work for a fantastic company and have a great career and, and uh, not have to move away. And I think that's a really important factor for us to remember uh, because we really have a huge responsibility serving as a board member for the Southern Carolina Alliance. And certainly the staff recognizes this too, but to keep things in perspective, the decisions that we make uh, really affect thousands of people and it, it can really be transformational in, in their lifestyle and their way of life. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say all of these economic development projects that we've covered um, that are planned now and for the future, it's all about improving quality of life for our region, isn't it? Um, just making it even better. It's a beautiful place where we live and work, but we want to see it even better. So with that, I'm going to send that back to Trey. Um, this is kind of a loaded question, Trey. What would you actually like to see for our region for the future? What's your vision for our seven-county area for the future? What would you like to see? Uh, it's definitely a loaded question, Kay, but I, I'll tell you, it, it's an easy one for me to answer. I want our region, our SCA footprint, to be the go-to spot for anybody looking to move or expand their businesses. Um, like it's been mentioned, we have just great area to, you know, set up your business for families to live, raise your children, uh, continually give them jobs to come back instead of the mass exodus from rural America. There's going to be, a, there's a change already happening. We've seen it in the last couple of years that folks are going back to rural America. And, 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 you know, a lot of times people hate the word rural because they think it has a negative connotation. But I think we're sitting on a gold mine that we have the best opportunity to position ourselves in the future to be the go-to spot for businesses. We have the land. We have great folks. We have great counties. We're positioned well geographically between uh, two ports, soon to be three, um, have an I-95 corridor. But I want us to be the go-to place, and I think we can we can be there. And uh, Again, it goes just to, to continuing what we're doing strong and, and keeping the relationships, making smart decisions, preparing for the future, um, having product, having sites, having the infrastructure, um, and to get us there. And uh, that's that's my vision. That's where I want us to be. And I think it's we're we're opening that door to be there to be the go-to destination if you want to uh, open a business, relocate a business. Um, or and, and to expand um, because we're sitting right in just the perfect spot. Um, and uh, that's where I see us being. And, and like I said, we're almost there. Absolutely. That's a great way to put that, Trey. And as I've said to many people, there's never been a better time to be a South Carolinian than right now. And there's never been a finer time to be in Southern Carolina. Isn't that right, Marty? It sure is. So, yeah. So how would you like to, to wrap us up today, Marty? Um, give us a few words of wisdom on what you see for the future and um, what you see as um, the pinnacle of our 25-year celebration. 
Kate, everybody at the Southern Carolina Alliance, you're doing your jobs well. You've got the experience and the expertise and the skill sets. That's proven track record. I think history is a good indicator of the future. We've had tremendous success. I think over the past 25 years, we've created almost 10,000 jobs and billions in capital investment. And, and that goes as a proven track record that we're going to continue to do that. We're going to cultivate our relationships. We're going to increase our resources. We're going to nurture uh, all of our assets. And we're going to make sure that we leverage everything we have to our maximum potential. Um, Trey said it very well. Uh, we're, this is a desirable place to live. We have global recognition with Hilton Head Island inside of our uh, region. Uh, people recognize that opportunity. Many uh, Fortune 500 companies, CEOs, uh, board members, et cetera, have visited here, vacationed here. They see it and fall in love with it and end up wanting to relocate their companies here, their families. And we have, uh, you know, that type of asset is really tremendous to have uh, in our um, portfolio. So, uh, you know, um, I think that the future is very bright for the Southern Carolina Alliance. We're having record numbers of prospects, record numbers of site visits and inquiries. Um, our, our job numbers and creation of capital investment numbers are, are off the charts. And I think we're going to continue to to retain our crown as the premier re, uh, economic uh, alliance in the state of South Carolina with Danny's leadership and yours, Kay. Um, and I think the best is yet to come for us. Thank you, Marty. And thank you, Trey. Um, we appreciate so much you're helping us celebrate this first 25 years of Southern Carolina Alliance. And we appreciate the leadership of each of you and helping us plan for the next 25. Thank y'all and please stay tuned for the next episode of Behind the Golden Shovel.